Welcome to another episode of the InnerWaps podcast. My name is Christopher Mitchell, Senior Marketing Executive for InnerWaps. For this episode, I am joined by Jordan Wilson, who is the Global Vice President for Marketing at InnerWaps. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Good morning, Chris. I'm well, thank you. Tell me a bit about your career and how you made it to InnerWaps. Okay. So I started in the Oracle arena uh, back in 2005, so almost 15 years ago, so 14 years um, it was right at the end of uh, 2005. Um, so I started for an organization called Pure Apps, very similar to InnoApps, but we specialized around the enterprise performance management tools from what was Hyperion before it was acquired by Oracle. I worked there for the best part of about nine and a bit years. Uh, we then got acquired by Accenture. I did just over the year at Accenture. Um, and then I, after the Accenture piece, I really was looking for another challenge. So one thing that I really struggled with was going from a small organization. So I was the third employee at Pure Apps. Uh, we sold it around about uh, 80 persons. Uh, they went to Accenture of like one of 300,000 people. And I went from being um, someone that had a, a decent voice within the organization to effectively a number inside a really big organization. Um, that being said, I think Accenture was a great um, stepping block for me gave me a ton of learning in a really short amount of time you know that classic big consultancy organization but I really was at that stage where I was like right I'm looking for another challenge uh, I was then started having conversations with Andy our CEO asking him around you know what sort of um, opportunities does he have going and I made the decision to join InnoApps to help promote the enterprise performance management area of the business so really um, one thing that InnoApps was fantastic at was delivering ERP solutions and HCM solutions and traditionally we would have um, partnered with a with an organization similar to what I used to work with to do the EPM element so I'd spoken to him I joined with a couple of other colleagues um, that left Accenture and then we basically built an EPM practice around our history and then from then onwards I did that for about 18 months I got to a stage where we had acquired quite a few EPM customers on a global scale and I had another conversation with Andy that said um, I feel like the EPM practice is nice and stable now and it's at a point of which um, it could be you know it needs a salesperson basically just to push that day in day out we don't necessarily have to build it anymore I had a conversation with Andy that said I'd really like to work closely with him I really enjoy helping define an organization strategy and help define like our go-to-market propositions etc and we had a conversation around would I be open to taking up that kind of head of marketing role on a global scale uh, for me personally it was a fantastic opportunity a real step up in what I've done previously and I think even though it was incredibly daunting at the time, sometimes you just got to jump for it and it was very much a case of, yeah, why not, let's give it a go, right? Yeah. And then here we are three and a half years later and I think we've achieved a phenomenal amount in our time. So after three and a half years, Global Vice President of Marketing, give us an idea Sounds about- Sounds super grand that, doesn't it? it it's, it's, <laughs> it's, very, it's, very, it's very big, but I think you've done, a, done an awesome job. So tell us, who's part of the marketing team and yeah. what does each member bring to the table in yeah, terms okay. of like distinct flavor, skill sets, etc. Yeah, okay, cool. So so I'm incredibly privileged and I, and I genuinely mean this. I'm incredibly privileged to work with some outstanding colleagues and, and my team and, and our collective marketing team are, are phenomenal for what we achieve, I think. We're not a huge team. Um, so if I go through the resources that we have, 
We have a couple of resources based out of Kuala Lumpur. So we have Tammy Chu. Tammy Chu is our graphic designer. She is absolutely phenomenal at taking an idea and turning that into reality. Absolutely phenomenal and paramount to our business. She works on um, not only really big bids and presentations, but also every piece of gorgeous collateral that we create is normally a product of Tammy. Um, we have a, a chap called Azraf. Now, Azraf is our video editor. So if we do any podcasts or videos or webinars, etc., Azraf will help edit those videos that are associated with it. More recently for the global kickoffs, he's done all of the big kickoff videos. And I think um, we're getting to that stage where we're now starting to push the envelope of what InnoApps is capable of delivering in-house. So traditional, it was very much a case of the videos were you know, we'll put a logo at the front and we'll put a logo at the back kind of thing and tidy up a bit of the audio. But now we're really starting to push that boundary and produce some great stuff. So Azraf is, is critical to the team. If we then come across to the UK, um, I have a number of resources in the UK, obviously yourself, who um, works out of the London office. Um, for me, I think your your background around the podcast, the digital side of things, you know, and, and your inspiration to basically have a go and make sure that you know we're, we're challenging our ideas etc I think is brilliant I think that's great for the team I have a lady called Harriet Lewis who's just joined us back from maternity so Harriet has been in the um, Oracle arena for a number of years she worked for the user group prior to joining us has got a ton of Oracle experience and a fantastic eye for detail I have a lady called Janie Stewart who worked out of the Aberdeen office Janie has worked for us, I think, for the best part of almost five years now, um, and again has a phenomenal eye for detail, and also has a, an amazing ability to take what are technical solutions and turn them into gorgeous data sheets with all the right messaging, all of that stuff. Um, Janie's background was traditionally working with the SAP, so a competitor as well, so she has a whole wealth of ERP knowledge that spans decades. Uh, absolute credit to the team and also she's single-handedly done the website project which I know we'll get on to in a minute um, so she's been fantastic and most recently we have a, a lady called Hannah Thomas who's joined us so Hannah joined us um, December this year so about nine months into the role Hannah worked for us outside of the marketing team but she's kind of taken on that marketing piece um, Hannah's been really good, joined us as a marketing profiler, but actually um, she did a great job at that. But one of Hannah's strengths is the fact that she's incredibly organized and she likes team organizations, that sort of stuff. So Hannah's really helped us over the last few months get those global kickoffs over the line and very much from a organization and being rigid and having, you know, stuff needs to be done by when and all of that stuff. She's, so she's been absolutely paramount to that. Awesome. So looking back on 2019, we're in September now. We are. Uh, what are some of the marketing campaigns you've worked on and which ones have you enjoyed the most? Just just a couple. Is in just this year or, or across everything? I mean across everything. Um, okay. Which, which projects stand out to you the most? Yeah, okay, fine. So um, I think the last two years we've had some, what I would say, uh, standout campaigns. And, and I think some of that really was where, actually it was when you were just joining, where we were looking to do something a little bit different at one of the big Oracle events. So so um, the Modern Business Experience, so MBX as Oracle call it, uh, was based out of the O2 down in London. And we basically said, right, you know, for that event, not only are we gonna have a stand, which every other Oracle partner is, is could we do something different? And I think the collective idea of, well, let's see if we could do some advertisement on, on the TFL Underground for a change. We'd never done that. I don't think any Oracle partner has done that. And I think um, what we did do was to brand all the ticket stars for that one um, tube station that fed the event. I think 
when we went there, I think it was the night before the setup, and it was about 11 o'clock, and we went and took a load of photos, and it was you, me, Janie, and we kind of stood there, and we sat on those steps, looking down at that station that was completely wall to ceiling, width to width, in our apps branded. I kind of sat there and went, you know what, guys? We're a, we're a little partner that's playing in a massive partner space, and here we are branding on the on the UK underground. It's just phenomenal. And for me, that, I think, is is one of the best executed campaigns that we've done. I think the impact that we had there, not only um, of the people that I spoke to who were going through those ticket styles, but all the digital screens that we did on the underground as well as part of that campaign, you know, I think we must have touched a million people. You know, we would never have done that. So for me, that was absolutely a standout one. Um, and one more recently, I think, you know, we challenged ourselves as a medium-sized partner. You know, we don't have the resources of a big SI. We don't have, you know, millions upon millions to spend on marketing. But we challenged ourselves of could we go to every single open world with a gold sponsorship? So, you know, a really reasonable size stand and have a really reasonable and a very good, um, I guess, footprint at those events. We did that. We did a sterling job of that, and, and it was really challenging when each open world was in a different continent, only four weeks apart. Mm. And I think actually, do you know what? When we stand back and look at that and go, we did that, you know, we went there, and we were looking as good as any of the other partners out there. We were competing alongside the big SIs. Our graphics were phenomenal. Our messaging was spot on. You know, the Dubai one, we've never been to Dubai. It was a bit of a gamble. The messaging was very much targeted to the industries and they absolutely loved it over there. And we've closed business off the back of it. Awesome. You know, that for me is two of the standout ones. Awesome, awesome. So let's reflect a bit. What mm -hmm. would you say are some of the prominent outcomes from your previous campaigns? What have you learned? One or two things that when you look back, you say, you know what, going forward, I'd do this differently or I would change this. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of it comes down to just managing expectations. I think managing expectations from the wider business as to what you're actually going to get. I think there's also managing expectations as to how much effort goes into these events, as well as just executing upon a campaign. So if I take, for example, the video box campaign that we've just um, kicked off, you know, so for for the listeners, effectively, we are delivering a a very tailored and customized video box which has got a seven inch hd screen that is targeted to ebiz users but it's individually addressed so if it was going to be delivered to you chris it says your name on the box and it's wow. got a recording and a video of me awesome. saying chris i know you work for no apps as a senior marketeer this is what i think you're important on so that for me um i think we we misunder underestimated just the sheer amount of effort mm. and it's all very well me having hey I've got a great idea let's do some video boxes but in reality to getting that through to execution I feel like you know maybe we underestimated that however we did deliver it and we've done a sterling job so I actually think that we can then push ourselves to go right we understand what's needed now and we understand what's uh, expected of us therefore we can carry on delivering mm. you mentioned before uh, that you've been working on a new website. Mm -hmm. So when you consider all you know the free platforms we have out there, you know you've got Squarespace and whatnot, where you can literally just download a template, yeah. get your website up in you drag know, and drop a few minutes. You've got social media. Yeah. Why have you decided right now to spend so much time and money on a new company website? Yeah, and I think I think is a it's a really valid question, right? And and you're not the only person who's asked that question. Yeah, the board asked the same thing. Um, but I think what's really important to us as an organisation is our brand and the and the values that we stand by. I also think that our external portrayal of us as an organisation is incredibly important. Now, I don't I don't believe that our current website delivers what we deliver. 
as an organization and I mean that not only from a messaging perspective but all very much from a branding perspective all of our external branding all of our collateral etc has a very particular look and style and when it came to reviewing what tools are out there we could get something that would mostly fit our style and brand but in reality what we needed is something that was completely custom you know I wanted something that I could be really proud and go that looks like you know apps therefore we went through a tender process we went spoke to a number of vendors um, Janie within my team completely ran that process with uh, a wee bit of support from myself she's done a sterling job around that and actually I think it has taken a little bit longer than I would have liked um, but the output that we're getting is even better than I had envisaged and I really do feel that it looks super fresh it looks as good as you know a big SI if not better and actually it delivers exactly what we do the branding looks exactly the same and I, and I think you know, that for me is incredibly important, right? Because it portrays who is in our apps, right? And we are one of the most prominent partners globally in the Oracle landscape that delivers industry-focused solutions, not only with our IP, et cetera. You know, our IP is something that's incredibly important to us and really genuinely differentiates us from everyone else. And that, you need to portray it in the right in the right look and format, right? And unfortunately, the off-the-shelf drag-and-drop stuff, whilst we would have got something okay, I would much prefer to take the time, do it properly, and get something that's excellent. So I've seen the website, mm -hmm. and I think it looks awesome. Good. But for the benefit of our listeners, let's go under the hood a bit. Mm -hmm. What features and updates can we expect on the new website? Yeah. So at the moment, the current website is really static, right? So it's got um, some really garish kind of grey boxes all over it, really big images, etc. And a lot of the pages, actually, there's a ton of imagery, which, to be fair, five years ago probably was the style of businesses, but actually you have to scroll down to find the information. We've really, we've really chopped this right back to basics. Right? So what you're going to see is really simple messaging that resonates with not only our customers and our prospects, but also resonates with Oracle. Because we've got two audiences. We've got the people that we partner with to deliver solutions for those and we have oracle They're, they need to know that we are a credible partner to partner with to deliver those solutions so it's going to have all the the traditional usual stuff about us what we do co corporate social responsibility careers etc but we've also made it really simple so you'll see along the top ribbon we have straight away sectors right you click that we have four prominent go-to-market sectors those are articulated and documented there. When you click on those pages, not only does it give you the relevant information for each sector, but it also gives you the relevant information around where we've done this previously with customers, the benefits of why you should be using us, and also more importantly, it highlights the key um, product offering that we have created, which is specific industry IP in order to deliver those solutions to those industries. So that for me was really important, and getting that in a succinct manner where you can consume that information really quickly took a lot of time. It then goes through and shows all of our traditional services, as you would expect from any Oracle partner, to be honest with you. you know, things like support services, implementation services, that type of stuff, so you'd expect that. We then have a really good section, I think, around insights, where things like podcasts will be delivered. Also, all of our YouTube videos for the uh, webinars that we do, any um, videos that we do for, say, these kickoffs or other events, all of that will be delivered there. We'll also have some blogs, some thought leadership, etc. So really, that insights page, is an area in which people can consume information that's maybe uh, more media focused. So if they want to download a podcast and listen to it on the tube into work, or maybe a thought leadership from one of our um, uh, tech guys that says this is new and great in AI in the Oracle landscape, then we can have that listed there. 
it'll obviously have the events sort of page and I've been really quite key to make sure that we've got our events nice and slick. It's got a lot of stuff about our staff as well on the About Us. We've got some staff testimonials that say why it's really great to be working for InnoApps. And I think that's really important. And you'll mm -hmm. notice that on the homepage that we have a, a dedicated section which shows some quotations from our staff who enjoy working um, for us and have worked with us for a number of years. So I think that's really important when you're looking at that. And finally, it's got a, a success session. So it's got an area where um, all of our case studies and where you know we can show that our customers are really happy with the products and services that we provide, all of that in one area as well. So yeah, I think it's got it's got everything you'd expect from a good website. It's super slick, super clean, works really nicely on mobile. So I'm really excited. That was excited. my next question. Yeah, I'm really excited to see it launch and fingers crossed it's going to launch mid-September. Okay, because that was another next question I had is that, you know, the, mil the million dollar question is when is the website going to launch? But we'll let our listeners know that in September 2019, a brand new InnoApps website will be launched. Absolutely. We're about to wrap up. Um, in your opinion, mm -hmm. what makes the InnoApps marketing team unique and special when you consider how when you consider how big the market is there's mm -hmm. you know there's so many different marketing departments at bigger companies and smaller companies what makes us stand out in the marketplace i think it's a great question um i think that one thing that we are incredibly good at is the ability to deliver right and by that i mean it doesn't matter what it is. Like we could come up with a crazy idea, like the video boxes, and we were like, "Well, that's a crazy idea." Like, let's go find someone that could create these boxes. Let's go find a supplier that will do those seven-inch HD screens. Let's let's give it a go, right? In I think in some organisations you may be constrained by, well, it's it's too far out. You know, it's too maybe that's too ambitious. Mm. But actually, it's a case of well, no, um, I'm I'm open to listening to ideas, right? And if we think we can do it in a reasonable cost. That actually will deliver value to the business then yeah let's give it a go so I think I think we are relatively unique within the market space because I think we are able to portray ourselves as good if not better than the big SIs out there from a team that is effectively six people right which is phenomenal when you think of all those big organizations those big SIs that have huge global marketing teams that deliver just standard content day in day out i know a few whereas you know things like the superhero campaign like you know for us to go right let's just let's brand some superheroes completely completely different to what we've ever done before but let's do it because it's eye-catching we know it's going to hit the underground so people are going to see superheroes it was where like all the marvel video all the marvel movies and stuff were mm -hmm. coming out it was perfect mm -hmm. timing was good yeah and things like where we did we've done some bold stuff right like we've put um, lorries and trucks driving around San Francisco with, you know, we'll run your, um, we'll run your uh, eBiz solutions for 33% cheaper or we'll do it for free. You know, like that's a bold statement, right? Saying that we'll run that for free. We, we would never get away with that at any other organization because InnoApps always prides itself on being innovative. And I think that we as a marketing team kind of have that ingrained in us and we're not afraid to go, what about this idea for everyone? It could be like, you know, we've discussed, well, do we get something sign written in San Francisco, right? You know, like on a plane, you know, like other places you'd laugh at, but we're like, no, let's let's see if it's an option, right? Yeah, Let's definitely. give it a go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so looking back, looking forward, can you give me a sneak preview about what we can expect from the InnoApps marketing team mm. in 2020? So I think um, 
I think we're going to see a lot more of the same. So that you know, the standard, we have industry messaging. We need to push that out there. We'll be continually to develop that as uh, we acquire customers and we grow innovation, etc. I think we're going to see um, a bit more from our ideation team. So that's a relatively new thing for 2019. Um, and I'm really quite excited about that because that kind of lends itself to all of those, you know, when we go to a customer who says, hey, I've got this problem and I'm not sure how to fix it, then actually it's kind of like, great, because we'll, we'll create a technology, prob- a prob- a technology uh, solution to that problem. It could be like AI or blockchain or, uh, you know, business intelligence. It could be something. So I think we're going to get some really quite cool stuff from that. And I do feel that if we get some campaigns going, we could probably be really quite innovative around how we deliver that campaign. I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, the website project is a really big thing that we're going to be delivering. And also, across the business, we're really, um, as an organization, going for our own transformation piece, making sure that we're incredibly efficient and just stepping up to that next level. So there's going to be an element of us within the marketing team ensuring that we portray the InnoApps messaging out to market and internally as well. So I think there's going to be very much some of the same, but also I want to see us do that disruptive piece. You know, Open World's coming around uh, pretty quickly. It's Open World in uh, San Fran in a couple of weeks' time. And then obviously the European piece kicks off and then into Middle East next year. So I'm looking forward to absolutely trying to you know, rock the boat a wee bit amongst the partners and us being out there in a bit more bold. Okay, so the last question is, mm-hmm. where can our lovely listeners find you on social media? Whether so, that be LinkedIn or Twitter? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I am on LinkedIn, obviously. Search my name. You'll see me uh, in there. I am on Twitter as well. So I'm Jordan Wilson uh, underscore NOAPS. So you can find me on there. Um, yeah, and, and like I say, uh, uh, on our, our website, so NOAPS.com as well. But primarily, I'm most active on LinkedIn. Jordan, it's been great speaking to you. Likewise. And thank you for your time. And to our listeners, you can catch up with us again on the InnoApps podcast in the next episode where we will be interviewing uh, Jake Stewart, who runs our KL office and APAC offices in Malaysia. Speak soon.